And welcome everyone to the newest episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Craig. And today we're doing a whole ton of stuff different. Uh, the first is that's a brand new intro little song that I did. One previous was a little bit too long. I don't know. What do you think, Craig? You didn't hear the new song, but what do you think about the length of the old song? Yeah, it was getting a little bit too long. We want people to, you know, get into the show a little bit faster. We don't want them to be hanging on there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, cutting it down a little bit. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, we'll see how people feel about it. I can always change it around. It's a little uh, synth heavy. <laughs> so I took from this this different song that I purchased a long time ago uh, to to make the intro and everything. So I can go ahead and uh, and check it out. We'll see how people like it, but we'll stick with that one for right now, and then we'll you know we'll see how it goes. Yeah, and any bands that have been on the show or any bands that want us to use their music, maybe you could suggest kind of a song that we could use as our intro. Consider oh. it. Yeah, I mean, if you want, because we'd be able to plug that like every single time. There like, you go. Hey, you... here's blah 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 song. You know. Yeah, I was putting it out there as yeah. an idea. We'll get uh, my chemical romance to come out of retirement and do our intro song. There you go. Yeah, so this is a little bit of a different show for us, huh? Since we've been we've been on a roll here with interviews, uh, we're going to switch it up today. We're going to kind of go through just a whole show on kind of news and random topics here, rant a little bit. Yeah, exactly. There's it's it's not that we were tiring. I mean. If we could tell you, because we do want to keep it kind of close to our vest, if we could tell you all the bands right now that we've got lined up to be on the show, it's it's really something. Like I am so looking forward to the next like two months of this of this program because we get to talk to some great bands. That's right. Yeah. So just to give you an idea, I think right now, Ian, we're working on about five different interviews <laughs> trying to get them set up, and there's probably more queued up behind that. No, there's definitely more. So <laughs> sure. Yeah. So we're. No shortage of interviews here, so stay with us here. Uh, if you, if hopefully you like what we've been doing, and and you'll definitely get to hear us talk to some great artists and discover some new music along with us. And we're going to be talking about some definite. Hopefully, we're going to turn some people onto some new music today too, because we've got a lot of different stuff to talk about. Some of it will be uh, older bands, some will be new stuff as well. Uh, so it's not like all of a sudden we're not going to be giving you music today. We're definitely oh, yeah. we're definitely going to be talking about everything going on that we can possibly think of, and you know, throwing a few stories here and there, and and go from there. But yeah, it's just one of those we wanted to take kind of not a break, but we wanted to like get back to some of the stuff we used to do on the show, which is just that's, Craig and I talking music and uh, kind of getting stuff out there. That's right, that's right. So I think that's a perfect time. Let's uh, jump into the plugs here. So sure. Yeah, while you guys are listening. So thank you for joining us. If you're a recurring listener, if you're a new listener, welcome. As always, you can find us on ianhates.com. Send us an email, ianhates at gmail.com, or fill out the form on the bottom of the website. We're up on Stitcher, on iTunes, on Google Play, whatever your podcast player is. Just search for Ian Hates Music. You can also find on all of these sites uh, the Ian Hates Movies podcast, which Ian does with Kelly. What's the latest movie this week, Ian? <laughs> this one's going to be uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. Okay. I so that'd be pretty fun. There you go. So stay tuned for that coming up this week. Find us on our Facebook, which is facebook.com backslash Ian Hates. And on Twitter, our Twitter handle is at Ian Hates Podcast. Exactly. Uh, you can email us, ianhates at gmail.com as well. That's right. That's right. Send us the love and be sure to subscribe. Follow us uh, on Twitter, Facebook. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, however you get your podcast. And uh, yeah, let us know what you think of the show and what you'd like to see us do. Yeah, for sure. We're loving all the feedback we're getting. Uh, we're starting to get some feedback rolling in on Twitter and Facebook here, and we really appreciate it. So thanks, guys. Yeah, don't forget, if you have the time, 
go to iTunes because that's the biggest one. Go to iTunes and leave a rating there if you possibly can. If you like what we're doing, uh, you know, like us on Stitcher as well. I know they, I think they do the thumbs up and stuff, but people definitely care about the, those reviews. And when we have a higher, if we get to a five star rating, then we get bumped up. And this podcast goes to more and more people. So all that stuff can certainly help out a lot. That's right. Yeah. So we, re- we really, really appreciate it. Do it if you can. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so we'll, we'll hit you with that again at the end of the show. But I guess, Craig, uh, what would you like to start with tonight? Uh, whew, that is a great question. So I, know, right? <laughs> uh, I threw some things on our news list here. So one of the things I saw kind of, I was late to the game updating the news. I, I was traveling this weekend, so... Mm-hmm. A little bit busy. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. But one of the things I saw Alt Press and a bunch of people had up- uploaded was uh, the Ghost Inside drummer, um, Andrew, and I'm going to butcher his last name. Let me look I'm it so up. T- I'm so terrible at that. Yeah. I can't, I can't do it. I'm not even going to try and pronounce it because it has entirely too many consonants in it. But uh, Andrew starts with a T, so he's the drummer for the Ghost Inside. If you remember, they were in a, a bad accident back in November, I believe it was. Um, where they were uh, involved, their tour bus was involved in an accident with a semi, and he lost his leg, and a lot of the members of the band were injured. Um, so what they did was they built him a custom kit that he can actually start playing now and practicing on, and he's determined to just get back out there and hit it as hard as ever and and get back out there playing with the ghost inside, which is really exciting. Yeah, that was a, that's a really emotional video to see that. Like yeah. if, if you can definitely go go on all press and watch that uh, because yeah it's just crazy he's he's getting back to doing what like because can you imagine I mean I've dealt with injuries in my career and everything uh, which have stopped me from doing some of the things I love but just to to lose that ability to do something that you truly love and something that was you know like feeding his fa- like everything was in that music that's his career as well. Uh, so to see him get back there and start to be able to do something again is really, really great. That's right. Yeah, it's awesome. And it, it, it makes me excited. It makes me excited that the these guys are getting back out there and going to start writing music. I'm sure it's going to be hugely, whatever they put out next, I'm sure is going to be highly influenced by all the events that kind of happened uh, w- with this accident and the, the loss of the, their tour bus driver and the other driver. Um, and all the injuries that they sustained. Oh, absolutely. So. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Yeah. Go go watch that video. It's just, it's amazing, the stuff that they're able to do now. Uh, and yeah, hopefully they get back and they get back in the studio and, uh, you know, once everyone's all healed and ready to go, because um, it'd be amazing to hear from them again. Yeah. And I'm sure they will. They're not going away. Not, not by a long shot. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I don't think that's in the cards. <laughs> yeah. Of course. So what else? What do you have here? Uh, yeah, we can skip around. So, uh, you know, this is a completely different note, but uh, we have a returning band. And I know I've mentioned them before. I think they might have been on one of my Masterpiece albums list. Uh, but the band I Am Ghost announced that they are back. And I think I even, I think during a news section, maybe like a month or so, maybe even a little bit more ago, I had mentioned that. Uh, Steven, the lead singer of I Am Ghost and the lead singer of Requiem, which was the band after I Am Ghost, that he had completely quit music. Oh, really? Yeah, he did an interview (laughs) where he said, you know, I don't have the passion for it anymore. I don't have the the love for, for making music. And he stopped. Like, Requiem was in the middle, I think, of, like, recording an album. 
and he was just like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Well, they're back. Well, there you go. <laughs> they're back. So they are now. I don't think they're putting out new music, but apparently it's supposed to be close to the original lineup. And they're doing a show. They're already selling tickets right now for, I believe it's Chain Reaction out in California. And they're doing a show in late October. So I don't know if this means they're going to try and do something new in between. I don't know if this means that the uh, that the woman singer that was on that album, if she's back, uh, she used to play, I think, cello and violin and everything for the music too. I thought that gave it a little bit. I like that spin that they put on the post-hardcore uh, for that kind of stuff, but she left by the second album. I believe she and her husband were used to be in the band, and they left. So I'm not sure if they're back yet, but this is really interesting. He's he's one of the guys, Stephen, that I would love to try and get on this show as well because I think music-wise, he has a lot to talk about and be kind of interesting to see why he's decided, like, this is the direction we're going to go and we're just all of a sudden back. Because like, yeah. it could be, let's be honest, it could be for money. That could yeah. be the the big thing. But they're planning so far ahead. It's not like they're saying, "Hey, we're doing a show this summer." It's uh, they're they're planning late October, so yeah. I'm not exactly sure, but I'm excited. I know right now uh, I can't find the link. If I can find the link again, I'll put it on our um, I'll put it on our description. But they were giving away on their Facebook. They were giving away a link to get all of their discography for free, uh, huh. just so everyone could you know be up to date because they have it's an EP two full lengths and then a live album as well and the live album is very good so i mean i i love all their stuff so if that's your type of music it's like a it's post hardcore it's straight up post hardcore with some goth in it like that's you know they their first album at least is is like vampires and angels that's like what they're singing about most of the time yeah. uh, but going through the whole thing i think they just they really mature as artists and i think they put that great spin on the post hardcore by adding like violin and i think like orchestra the the dueling vocalists of the guy and the and the girl like i think they did a very good job with that so i'd recommend that for sure i know it's not exactly your music craig but i would i would certainly recommend this to people where that is your style and if you're in california if you're where chain reaction is i definitely get a ticket i think tickets are like 10 or 15 bucks to see (laughs) a band that you may never get a chance to see again so, yeah, that's right. It yeah. looks like here that they're, they're it, it, they may just be playing this one show, this kind of one reunion show. I'm being done with it. You know, I wasn't really super familiar with these guys. Uh, I kind of just looked them up a little bit before we we got on here and started chatting. But you're right; they are like kind of the classic early 2000s post hardcore. Uh, they they were on uh, Epitaph Records, yeah. you know, old school Epitaph, right? Um, but yeah, if you're if you're totally into that kind of gothy that post hardcore sound. Yeah. Definitely check out Lover's Requiem. That was the that was came out in uh 2006. That was the one that was on my my masterpiece list uh because that hit me at a at a time where it just worked as well. And the two people's name I I got it right here. It's uh Kareth and Brian. They were husband and wife and they were the ones that were in the band originally. I I don't think they're coming back. I think there was a huge rip, but I would love to talk to Steven about all that kind of stuff because that was something very unique in their band that I really enjoyed. So yeah. once again, another band. We're going to talk about another band coming back in a little bit. Uh, but Craig, what would you uh, what would you like to talk about first? Yeah, so I was going to jump here to uh, Emerosa announced yeah. recently uh, that they're going to have a new album coming out in July 8th on Hopeless. Uh, the album's called 131. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the reason for that. Yeah, I don't know. 
I think there's, is there a title track on here? No, there isn't a title track. Uh, and these guys are on, are they on Warp Tour? Yeah, they are yeah. on Warp Tour. I was yeah. going to say, that's, that's a lot of tour dates for this summer as I'm looking at yep. it here. I think they uh, were on the list of people we wanted to see if we were going to go to Warp Tour. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, they're going to be coming out with a new album. It'll be interesting to see what they do here. Uh, their album kind of missed the mark. The last album kind of missed the mark for me a little bit. I don't know how. I agree. Uh, yeah. Um, and I don't know if that has to do with Johnny Craig's departure or just kind of stylistically they, they went in a little bit of a different direction. Right. That's a possibility. Uh, Maybe they didn't want to keep on doing the same thing they've been doing. That happens. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been. You know, again, it, was, it wasn't even uh, that drastic of a, of a change. It was kind of just they went in a more mellow, more mature direction. Sure. I know it's kind of cliche to say <laughs> yeah, more right. mature. More mature is when you, when you yeah. lower the, the rock. Yeah, well, exactly. So I, I don't, I don't say it to to say it in a bad way. I'm, I'm trying to think of like even how to describe it, but it kind of missed the mark for me. So I, I'll have to uh, watch it. I haven't watched their new single. That's also up. It's called Cloud Nine. Yeah. Um, you can, you can take a look at that if you just search for, you know, new Emerosa album. I'm sure it'll pop up. I have here from New Noise, which is where I, I saw the article posted earlier. Yep. Um, Facebook have, has it too. Like, yeah, yeah, Facebook. I'm sure there, it's on their Twitter. Um, but yeah, so, so they're going to be releasing a new album in the summer. Well, it'll be interesting to kind of see. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I think actually, if I'm not mistaken on the dates, I think that album comes out like a few days before Warp Tour comes to Boston. Yeah. Well, it might be, let's see. So I think Boston's it like is, July 13th or something like that. It is the 13th. Yeah. yeah. So we're still thinking, Craig and I are still thinking about whether or not we're going to be doing that. So that's keep, right. Yeah, keep your ears open because if you want to come hang with us at Warped Tour, you can. That's right. You have to remember that Ian and I are old. I know, right? I don't know if we can hang. It's uh it's gonna be a Wednesday too, so we gotta take off of work. Yeah, exactly. I never I I don't understand, like I totally understand why like Warp Tour is supposed to be more focused on like high school and college. A lot of colleges now, like especially when I was in college, I was doing work during the summers as well. Like I was still in school because they'd have that program where you had to do summer classes as well, like that yeah. kind of thing. So it never really helped me there, but I used to always go to Warp Tour. But then it became, I don't think Boston for over 10 years now, maybe, I don't think Boston has had a weekend Warp Tour. Okay. It's always been like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like never even a Friday, I don't think. Which is a shame. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, again, it's if you know if you have a kind of more traditional college or school schedule, you you'll be off in the summer. Um, yeah, if yeah. you're if you're like us and you work full time, it's hard. Yeah, and I know a lot of people. I mean, I think we have a probably a wide range of people. We've got younger people that are probably like at the end of high school and in college listening, as well as people that are done. And because most of the bands that we're listening to now are around our age. That's they've been, right. Yeah. They've been in the scene for ten plus years, and you know, unless they're just coming out right now, and then they're early twenties or you know something like that. Sure, but yeah, I mean, I think you're right. Yeah, a lot of the bands are our age, so. No, um, for sure. But yeah, so Emerosa new album this summer. Well, let's continue. Let's continue with yeah, the new album, uh, I See Stars, which we talked about. We did talk about. Or I'm not even sure. Maybe just uh, Craig and I might have talked about this offline like a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, but I see Stars put out the Mobbing Out 
is their new single. And then they finally announced that their new album is going to call, be called uh, Treehouse. And it's coming out on June 17th. Yep. So that's, uh, that's a big thing now. Craig, you're a fan of Mobbing Out, right? I, I liked it. Yeah, I, I liked it if I remember when I listened to it. I am not. I am no. not. I think they I think they went way backwards and they <laughs> made it way, way, way too heavy on the um auto tune and on the synth. Like I if that's the way they're going, which they want to go that way, that's fine. Uh it might make more sense now that uh it's Devin, right? Is the lead singer? Let's see. Yes, Devin Oliver. Yeah, Devin, uh, now that he's doing both the screaming and the cleans, like maybe he just wants to do that more. But that's what it seems like to me is they're going kind of farther away from what I liked more in Digital Renegade because I still consider that to be their best album. And that's kind of the direction I thought they were going to continue in. And now it seems like they went all the way back to that second, the end of the world party, but in an even higher than that yeah it'll be like like you said it'll be interesting to see what they do because what was the album before this too uh that was new demons new demons and that was one of your favorites yeah Yeah, i was just about to say so sorry i'm blanking here um but yeah i really like new demons and to me it had like a nice mix of what they did on new demons where they took it heavier but what they also did on um oh you just said it end of the world End of the world. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Ooh, I'm having a hard time tonight. <laughs> Not a problem. Uh, with the electronic stuff that they did on End of the World. So yeah. it, it's kind of a good mix here. Again, just evolving in their music here. But I, I do like Mom and Out. Yeah, see, uh, that's where I wasn't sure. Like, look, I'm going to I'm gonna reserve. But believe me, I'm going to get the album. There's, there's oh, yeah. no doubt about it. But it's almost like, for me, it's almost a de-evolution. And that's what I'm worried about. I don't want them taking steps back. And I know they've got their loyal fan. I mean, I've seen, I, I, we talked about this when we were talking about, I mean, we have a whole episode dedicated or half an episode dedicated to the, the evolution, the step-by-step of icy stars. Right. I mean, sure. we did that a long time ago. Yeah, we uh, did. It was one of the first episodes. Yeah. If anyone wants to look that up, you know, feel free if you came in much later, but yeah, we go through every single album and talk about it. I am a huge fan. I've seen them multiple times live. Like I've seen them in every single aspect of their career except for this recent one. Um, you know, where Devin's now just the uh lead singer of both clean and, and unclean. So I'm not sure how all that's gonna work. That's why I'm a little bit worried about this new album, but I'm still looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be good. Exactly. I think if if anything, if if you are worried that they change their style really drastically, I would say, you know, no way. And again, just go listen to this on Mobbing Out. Yeah, there's lots of auto tune in that, and lots of like dubstep kind of. That's right. Kind of stuff. That's for sure. Uh, so yeah. So now I guess uh, let's get into a larger conversation then, because yeah, I'm gonna sure. go. I'm gonna go and and Craig, I want you to I want you to jump in here too because I'm gonna do a lot of talking, but I want to hear your opinion on this stuff as well. Yeah, so of course. We're gonna start this conversation first with pretty cool news that uh, Destroy the Runner is back, and they started an Indiegogo campaign to start doing a uh, a new EP. So uh, I think you've got a while if you want to go to Indiegogo, look up Destroy the Runner. Uh, hopefully, you remember them. Uh, it's been a while since they been a while. Sorry, uh, <laughs> since since they've been around. Now I used to love this band. Uh, I thought 
Uh, I love the album I Lucifer. I thought and that was amazing. Uh, what are your is, feelings? Yeah. Yeah. So I like Destroy the Runner too. I only have Saints, I think. I don't even think I ever kind of came across. Oh, you never went to I, the next one? No, I don't think I did because I'm looking at this and this doesn't even look familiar to me. Oh, not at all. Is, oh, okay. <laughs> which is weird because I, like I said, I, I had the first Destroy the Runner album and somehow just fell off with them. Yeah, and that, uh, I mean, that happens from time to time, right? Yeah, I don't know what happened, but I'll have to go back and uh, listen to I, Lucifer, because I have Saints. Yeah, Saints is good. Saints, Saints, uh, you know, very good guitar work in there, the yes. driving drums, like, uh, the change that they made when they went to I, Lucifer, at least in my opinion, is they went way more on the clean vocals, so it's clean okay. vocals with the dueling every once in a while, but way more on the clean. Sure. So that, sure. that would be the main difference I'd see. Uh, but I love his voice. I think that clean vocal is really, really unique on that album. And I think yep. that's what that drew me to it. And I just remember seeing it was Memphis Mayfire before Marty Mullins, I believe. Because he wasn't with the band the whole entire time, right? Did you just say Marty Mullins? What's his name? Maddie Mullins? Maddie Mullins. What am I thinking of? Are you call him Marty? I don't know. I don't know where my head... You were talking about your head being gone. I guess mine is too. See? I <laughs> It's weird not having an interview. That's Yeah, exactly. It's probably for the best. Yeah, I know. With a day where we're just like sputtering around. It's very <laughs> true. Uh, so Maddie Mullins. Uh, so I think he wasn't with the band the entire time, right? So during that first EP, I yeah, don't think I don't... he was with the band, right? Let's look it up. Yeah. We say the wrong thing. You can continue with it. Yeah, I'll continue. Yeah. So I went to see them. It was a uh, like a small like biker bar almost kind of thing in New Hampshire. And it was Hopes, uh, Hopes Die Last, uh, Destroy the Runner, Memphis Mayfire, and someone else. And I'm just I'm blanking on who it was. But that was a nice little scene concert, you know, out in the middle of nowhere where there wasn't even a stage, basically. And Hopes Die Last, if people remember them, which I used, I used to love Hopes Die Last. I, I'm not sure they're really making anything new anymore. But they were from Italy. Uh, and English was their second language, and they did all their albums in English, um, and I always thought they were really good. So I, I enjoyed I enjoyed their stuff a lot. So that was the original reason why I went to the show, and then I loved what Memphis Mayfire was doing. I loved what Destroy the Runner was doing and got hooked from there. Uh, so I really enjoyed that. So they are, Destroy the Runner are back for this EP, and it's the original lineup. So you can go to Indiegogo, uh, Type it in. See if, if you like them. Go check them out on Spotify. They have Saints. They have uh, I, Lucifer. And then they have a B-Sides album or so. Um, they they tend to be... They're on that religious side where sometimes you can tell they're singing about it when sometimes they're not. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, it was, I think... Was it Tooth and Nail? Uh, I think they were on. Or Solid State? Solid State. Solid State, yeah. yeah. Something, somewhere around there. Um but one of the reasons why I bring it up. So for sure, if you've never heard of them, go check out their stuff. Absolutely. Because they are a very, very good band. Uh, I don't know what the new stuff will sound like. I don't know what their EP will sound like. But the reason why I bring it up is for a larger conversation. And I know I've touched on this for a little bit. And I think I'm going to I'm going to preface it by, look, you know, you know, maybe this is your first time listening to this show. Uh, but if you know Craig and I from listening to all these episodes of Ian Hates Music, you know we're very positive. You know we talk about music that we love, and we're very passionate about what we talk about, the bands that we love, uh, and we want to get that kind of out there. So let me preface this first by saying 
I fucking love From First to Last. They are, it's one of the first bands I ever talked to Craig about. Uh, they're top 10, possibly top five. I'm not a, oh, I wish Sonny, Sonny Moore was back in the, in the band. I've always been a Matt Good fan over anything. I started from the very first EP all the way to now, all the way to Dead Tree. So I even like the albums that no one cared about when they had the self-titled uh, where people thought they had sold out, you know, when they thrown to the wolves, love all that stuff. Like I am a straight up from first to last fan. I'm not sure if you can get m- any bigger. Like I am just <laughs> besides like if you were Matt good himself, um, I've, I've met Matt before. I have a picture with him. Like I am a, I'm a huge fan. Uh, unfortunately, uh, if people can remember, in order to come back and do Dead Trees, which came out last year, uh, they did a Kickstarter campaign for it. And I was so ridiculously excited. I remember talking to Craig about it. Remember that, Craig? Remember when I was talking about all the stuff that I was yep. buying, how excited I was? I do. You had got <laughs> your package. You're like, oh, I get to do X, Y, and Z, and I'm sure you'll get into it here. But Oh, yeah. No, no. I, it's exactly that. I, I liked it so much that I have multiple accounts because I have like an Ian Hates account as well in case we ever you know do anything and uh i got the handwritten lyrics with the ep and the album and all that kind of stuff so i was like oh that's pretty cool like that's something unique you know that kind of thing i always whenever you're looking on those uh indiegogo or kickstarter things it's really cool when an artist does something unique uh that you can pick up that you wouldn't be able to get somewhere else so i thought hey that's a really cool one and then also the other one i did was getting a personal uh, guitar lesson from Matt Good, uh, doing whatever from first to last song you want. So I was like, that's that's cool. Like that's some, that's a unique experience. Maybe I could turn it into a little bit of an interview. You know, like that's, I'm thinking about the show too. I'm like, ah, oh, I could, you know, that'd be great. Uh, that kind of thing. So all in all, this cost me like over $200, somewhere around there. So I'm all excited because I'm like, yes, I'm getting new from first to last music, getting all these extra perks. So everything seems good. So I wrote down a timeline here. And Craig, I'm not sure. Did you even ch- take a look at that timeline that I wrote? Yeah. It's I significant, did. right? Yep. Yeah. So let, let me just take a, take you through this here. So Kickstarter started in November of 2013. So that's that's first off. It started in 2013. In December of 2013, uh, they wanted originally twenty five thousand dollars, but they raised over thirty thousand. So that's like, yeah, thumbs up. This is great. People are interested. They're gonna have a little extra money. Like maybe they can make this even better. So, so they had already hit their goal. Yeah, and it, they hit their goal in like two weeks or something like that. It was it was very quick. So it was you know they got all press was behind them. They got a lot of um, they got a lot of interest. They got a lot of media push. So people were excited. Uh, they said now when I, when I did the rewards, they said estimated delivery was April of 2014. That's fine. You know what I mean? Like I'm completely fine with that. You know, they've got to do the album. Originally it was just going to be an EP. Then they changed it to the album cause they had, you know, they were, you know, working very well together. And, uh, Craig, do you remember the new lead singer from, from first to last? Uh, I, he, yeah, I can look it up, but it's the guy from periphery, right? Yeah. It's Spencer, Spencer from periphery. Yeah. So they had to deal with his schedule as well because they had just put out those two albums. Uh, what was it? Uh, Alf, uh, Juggernaut, um, ah, damn it. 
I can't remember now. It was a two-album set, but he had to do press for that as well. Yeah, go ahead and look that one up, Craig. Yep. I should have had that already prepped. But, now I'm uh, on it. Do you see it there? I'm going to pull it up right now, but let's see. Uh, Juggernaut and Periphery oh. 3. Yeah, the, I thought there select, was an... Select Difficulty. Mm, that doesn't sound familiar. It's also I, Clear. No, I thought there was... It was Juggernaut and like Alpha or something like that. I don't know. It was two... It was, two albums that they put out like okay. back to back to back or whatever uh but juggernaut was definitely one of them i just couldn't remember i don't think the other one's name was clear but it was it was something like that so they had to juggle that so that made perfect sense to me uh fine you know whatever so then <laughs> then then we get no updates so they're supposed to get the estimated delivery was april 2014 then there were no updates until may 2014 so right there, that's a long stretch of time without hearing anything. Then after that, there were a couple random updates about they were doing a show. I think it was in October as well, uh, and when the and when the record was going to be done, like that kind of thing, but nothing else. Then it comes January thirteenth, a twenty fifteen. So now we're we're in twenty fifteen after starting this in twenty thirteen, uh, and they say, hey guys. We don't know, or I think this was Matt who was who was writing the updates. He was like, I don't really know how to release an album by myself. So we got Sumerian. And everyone knows Sumerian. They're, they're a very popular uh, label. And so they joined Sumerian to help with putting out the record. So basically they signed a record deal with, mm-hmm. with Sumerian. So they don't need the money anymore. Like they didn't really need that. I mean, it went into studio time probably before, but... The record deal covers that kind of stuff as well. Um, and that's without knowing all the details of the record deal, but that's normally one of the reasons why you get one. Uh, so then, now, that was January. Then you get nothing until April 27th of 2015. Now, this is where, if people people probably don't remember the date, but the album, the actual Dead Trees album, came out the 28th. So this is the 27th. Now, keep in mind that if you paid... $5 or more, no matter what package you did, if you paid $5 or more, you were supposed to get the digital album before the drop date. Now, normally, getting the album before the actual thing comes out doesn't mean the day before. <laughs> it means like a week or so before. You know what I mean? They're the fans that paid for things. Normally, it's not, but I'll, I'll even let that slide. What's hard to let slide, though, is they sent out the code not to everyone. So there are tons of backers here. They didn't send the code out to everyone. And if they did, a lot of people's codes didn't work. And then what ended up happening was because Sumerian is in control now, now it's their record, the code would not work until midnight of the 28th. So you didn't get the album ahead of time. You got the album on the drop date. But you got it at midnight, which if you had pre-ordered on Amazon Prime or you know, or Amazon or or iTunes or whatever, you would have gotten the same thing. Sure. So right there, just very, very disappointing. Um and I love the album too. I think that's a great from first to last album. I really enjoy it. But another thing they did was if you if you went ahead and you paid over twenty dollars, no matter what reward you got, you were supposed to have your name in the booklet. So remember how I said I paid for multiple things and blah, blah. I got one album. I got one album after uh, the album release date for one thing. 
and my name is nowhere in the backers thing. There's also not enough names in the backers thing to cover all of the backers that there were that paid over $20. So it's just kind of a shitty thing. And then to top that off, I have still not received any of my stuff. Like never, you know, Matt Good has obviously not done a Skype call with me. No handwritten lyrics. Uh, none of the other little things that I was supposed to get in between. And a lot of other backers have not either. If you go, and this is not Ian talking out his ass, go to Google, put in uh, from first to last Kickstarter, go into that and just check, check all the comments because you'll see there, you'll scroll down and you'll see tons of people that never received a single thing. So it's just a little disappointing. You know, um, I've talked to Kickstarter, they're contacting from first to last, but I know for a fact because you can check when the last time the band was on, they haven't been on in over a year uh, to Kickstarter. And then I always write something on any time, Matt, because I'm excited because they're putting out new music. Matt Good is working on new music. Anytime that they put anything on Facebook or anything like that, I always post something like, hey guys, it's great that you're making new music, but how about you take care of your biggest fans that like got you to make music again uh, and never. And then there are lots of people that always that comment like, oh man, that sucks. Or yeah, I can't even, I didn't get my stuff, like all that kind of stuff. So it's just, it's a word of warning for anyone out there like to be careful of doing any of the Kickstarter stuff. And it's a shame because uh, if you remember, Craig, remember the Up Machines one where the... I don't. Uh, no. the, the lead singer basically... I, I don't even know all the details of this one, so I'm going to say allegedly. Uh, allegedly, the lead singer of the band, they were supposed to do an EP, and the lead singer of the band took all the money. And that's not even a guarantee, so I'm going to say allegedly because that was the rumor that was going around. And then I think he put out another release saying that's not true, but then they never ended up putting out the EP. So hopefully everyone got their money back from that. But that's normally what was supposed to happen. So I guess the question to you, Craig, is like, how would you feel about a band that that kind of thing happens? Like, I still love From First to Last. I just don't think I could ever... Like, I have Spotify, so when they put out a new album... I'll listen to it on Spotify, but I don't think I could go out of my way the way I normally would and buy like the biggest pre-order bundle and do that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, it's it's kind of a tough situation, right? Because in in one sense, you feel like you really want to support them and help them what they're doing. But in another sense, you feel like, hey, I did that already and I got burned. Yeah, it's doing hard. It. It's hard to feel like my money wasn't just completely stolen. And that not only my money, but a lot of people's money. Yeah, well, in a sense, right? Like, so if we if we get back to it and take a step back here, take a, a step sense, back. Take a step. Take back. if we take a step back here, right? In in a sense, what you did was you didn't actually buy something from from first to last. What you did was you donated money, and in response of you donating money, they had offered to give you whatever yeah. for donating. Sure. So you weren't buying anything from them, right? In, in yeah. a sense, you had donated the money to help them out, and they just didn't fulfill their end of what they were going to give you for your donation, your kind of reward, right? Yeah, it's your like N I, your NPR tote bag. It's like I gave to charity, which is fine. Exactly. I just can't. I'm. I can't write that one off. That's that's the thing. Like, I think I think it would have. I would have actually been more content if they hadn't signed a record deal. If if my money went to them making the record. And then they couldn't 
they just didn't, but they put it out by themselves. You know what I mean? That would have meant more to me. But because they got a record deal, it feels like that all that money they got was free. Like I guess my my point of besides just having a regular conversation, being real about the the stuff that we go through with the bands that we love, uh, I would love this to get back to Matt Good. And I know that's a far fetched. That's a very far-fetched thing. If anyone who's listening knows anyone from, from first to last, if that's even possible, and they want to tell them, like, Ian Hates Music would love to have anyone from, from first to last on, not only just to talk about music in general, but I would love if there's some other story that I don't know about of why they did not give all of their backers everything that they that they paid for. Like, that would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, again, we're you know, you're it's only one side of the story here, right? Yeah, we don't we don't know what happened on the on the other end. Well, it's, it let's technically say it's hundreds of people's sides of the story. <laughs> well, sh- sure, 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 sure. But we're only seeing it from you know, not from the band's perspective. Right. I guess. Is, yeah, is and, what I'm saying. and that's what I would like because it seems to me very strange that a band that. I think has been very good with fans, especially to open up something like a Kickstarter. You know, you have to have a relationship with your fans in order to do something like that. So for them to do that and trust that we would be giving them money for something, you think that they had a good rapport with mm-hmm. with people, that kind of thing. And of course, there are trolls out there, and there are people that are like, "Oh, you guys, you guys suck since Sunny left." Like all that bullshit. Like that is not anything that these like why would those people would never pay for the kickstarter for a new album you know what i mean yep so we'll see i just i i know i had hinted at that story a few times but i was talking to craig this morning and i was like with the the new destroy the runner who i hope people go out and support uh with that new thing i just wanted to kind of go over the entire story because it is still crazy to me to think about that when you just look at like i went through the timeline today Mm-hmm. And it's like this is insane. Like this, sh- <laughs> this shouldn't happen. Why it's would been this? Like, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say it's been coming up on three years. On now. three years, yeah. Like, and I do have, believe it, and I, I will say this too. I have another, an actual Indiegogo that is still going now, and I think it might be on four years, four or five years, and they still haven't sent the stuff. But that's because they had legitimate reasons for it. Uh, Craig, I'm not sure if you would know this. Have you ever heard of um, Todd and the Book of Pure Evil? No. No. It's a Canadian TV show where they dealt with a lot of like it's rock metal music and stuff, but okay. they're like a it's like a cross between like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and like gory horror movies, okay. kind of thing. And it's it's funny. It has a uh, Jason Mewes uh, from you know like uh, Clerks fame and you know with Kevin Smith and all that kind of stuff. And yep. it's just it's that kind of slapstick, but focused around like metal music and rock music and that kind of thing and sure. they they wanted to do a movie based on their show got canceled after two seasons so they ended up changing it from a live action to a animated movie and that's still going because they didn't realize how long animation was going to actually last so for them i'm like okay i understand they're giving us updates they're they're continuing on and i haven't received my stuff from that yet but with from first to last they're talking about making new music again and i'm like guys it's been years now. Like, what happened? Yeah, well, exactly. So, like you said, it would be interesting to get their side of the story. And I think the other interesting thing that it brings up is when things like this happen with bands that we love, yeah. you know, how it affects the kind of the way you perceive the band and, and their music, right? Absolutely. 
and we talked about this a little bit earlier, but I think the most recent one, right, is the story so far. Ah, like, sure, yeah. Like, how do you feel about the story so far? Like, after... oh, is that? Oh, sorry, I thought you were gonna do a rhetorical question for a second. <laughs> I mean, we could do a rhetorical question. <laughs> no, yeah, go I ahead. Mean... No, I think we should really talk about. It. That's what I just wasn't sure. About. Yeah, no, no, no. We can, we can. T- I think we should dive into it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I still like this story so far. I think, right? Like, it's one of those things where. You know, sometimes they don't think about their actions or the consequences of their actions, and I think we're all responsible for that. Yeah, I yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, I I unless unless I'm mistaken, and I think we talked about this earlier when we were prepping, there hasn't been any like statement by the band, right? I don't think so. I can try and see what I found, but but we did, you know, we kind of read it on the on the show here. But the girl that was kicked off the yes. stage, she responded. And it made me feel much better to hear her say. And I remember, you know, we played both sides of the argument. We're, we're pretty good at that on the show. We did both sides of the argument for whether or not it was, you know, not good, but like how passable that, that situation was. You know, not a deserved thing, but, you know, what's the etiquette? What's the etiquette for going to a show if someone is standing on stage, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. And especially since he's widely known allegedly as being a dick, like all the time, you know what I mean? Does that give him a pass to do what he did? Like all that kind of stuff. So for me to hear her say that she wasn't injured, that she didn't think that she was disappointed in herself for trying to take this long Snapchat video uh, you know, all that kind of stuff for saying that she loves the band, that she doesn't want anyone else's opinion affected by what happened. Like, I I appreciated that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, the other one that comes to mind is we're sitting here talking about it, and I think I've heard you say you like them too, is uh, Lost Profits. I was just, Craig, that is so great because I was just thinking about whether we should bring that up or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is... Uh, Without going into the gore, we don't have to go into the gory details of Lost Profits, but but on that one, I do have a I do have trouble now listening to them. I do. It's tough for me because when I hear their music, I'm like, what is the lead singer actually singing about, and what was he just doing? And that's that's a scary that's a scary thing because that's even like. What he did, what the lead singer of Lost Prophets did, and I don't think I have to say allegedly because he was convicted and I believe he's in jail. Convicted, but yeah. What what he was doing was so ridiculously disgusting and terrible. And what he yep. wanted to do was so fucking ridiculous. Like it's hard to even, you know, like <laughs> and we talk about everything. It's hard to go into detail about what he wanted to do. But it's hard to blame the rest of the band well, because sure. they didn't know. You know, they, they didn't know what was going on. But if I hear Rooftops, I'm yeah. like, damn it, that song was so catchy back in the day. But what was he singing about? Like, I don't I don't know. I well, don't it's know. true. It's going to make you question. And it does. It taints the music a little bit for yeah. you. Like, you listen to it, and right? Like, whether you listen to Lost Prophets or From First to Last or The Story So Far. And again, those are just three that come to mind, I oh, think. Sure. Right. Oh, there's tons. I mean, oh, well, you could think of, you could think of machines. Maybe if you listen to them, you could think about that. Uh, you get I, there's tons of there's tons of bands even to go through all that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it, it's so tough. And and actually, to go off on just a little bit of a tangent right now, 
uh, on that lost profits thing. So I am going to see the used uh, do their two night back to back show uh, in Boston this weekend, Friday and Saturday. The first night they're doing their self titled, and the second they're doing their their second CD uh, in Love and Death. Uh, so I think that's going to be pretty awesome. But the opener is the new regime. And the new regime frontman, I believe, is I don't know if he was a guitarist or someone, but he was in Lost Prophets. Okay. As well. So that kind of brought it all full circle to me. Now I'm not a huge fan of the new regime. I think they're uh soft pop rock ish. Okay. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. It's not my style. But so I'll go right when the use gets on, like that kind of thing. But I wonder if he ever has to deal with that stuff. You know, do people chant Lost Profit stuff at him? Do people make jokes on his Twitter? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's something that the rest of the band has to deal with as well, or if that was something that the Venom is just directed at the lead singer. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting. I don't know. Maybe I'll show up and I'll see if people start chanting. Maybe people don't even know. Because it's not like he's... I don't think he's touring as the ex-whatever from Lost Profits. I don't think that's what he's doing. (laughs) But yeah, but you're absolutely right, and I, I love that we were on the same wavelength there because I was just thinking about that as well. Yeah, no, but, absolutely. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I mean, from first to last, I'll never stop loving their music. Like, yeah, of it, course. It's it's disappointing if I hear Dead Trees come on and I'm just like ah, uh, but I still love it. Like it's not, it's never gonna stop me. It's never gonna depress me. It's never going to make me stop loving their music. But yep. it is. It is disappointing because I think they get a lot more money off, off of me if they would have given me those little things that they promised, you know. Absolutely. So we'll see, you know, Kickstarter said they're going to they're going to be talking to them. I'm just surprised because you would think out of the hundreds of people that didn't get their stuff that someone would have already contacted Kickstarter and Kickstarter would have tried to get a hold of them. I can't be the first. You would think, right? Maybe I'm the only one with a podcast. (laughs) That's possible. (laughs) You know, I got to ask you, Craig, because this was always a fun thing for me uh, when I had a radio show. Do you ever threaten people with like, hey, I have a podcast. I could totally talk about how bad your business is on the podcast. Do you ever do that? No, I would never do that. (laughs) Why not? It's one of the perks. (laughs) Uh, It's not a perk. It's just being an asshole. What if they're really like, I'm not talking about like little things. I'm talking about being like really terrible to you. Uh, I probably still wouldn't do it. You still wouldn't do it. All right. Just so everyone knows, I would do it if someone was really terrible to me. I'm just a nice person, I guess. No, no, that's wait, wait (laughs) a second. That has nothing to do with being nice or being not nice. Like you're, you're warning people that some product is poor. Like you're doing a service to people. I guess that's true, but we're not Consumer Reports. That is, wait, we're not? Ah, shit. <laughs> we're not, <laughs> gotta, I don't know. I had no idea. <laughs> no, like, that's just the way I view it. Is we're not Consumer Reports. No, I gotcha. I gotcha. No, yeah. I just, I, I think it's funny. I think it's, I remember on the radio show, people would always treat you a little differently if they knew you had, like, somewhere where you could badmouth them if you wanted to. And that was never really the style. But I think it's also good, like, my dream would be if somehow from first to last found out about this and they wanted to come on and talk about it. Yeah. Like that, that's my main goal by bringing this up is hopefully to tell an interesting story because I think the timeline is very interesting and to see things from a different side, but I would love for someone to come on the show. And I know that's a lofty goal, 
but I think that would be pretty. I mean, we've had great bands on the show. It's not I like agree. Lofty in that way, but I'm not sure from first to last do many like podcasts or anything like that. So, yeah. But, but anyways. It, it, it yeah. would be good to get their side. I agree. Yeah, that's my long story. You know, Matt, maybe Matt's just like, oh, man, I totally want to be best friends. Why don't you come guest vocal on the next From First to Last album? And I'd be like, okay, you got me. You got <laughs> yeah, me. That's, that's a lofty goal. <laughs> that's a, that one's a lofty goal. That one's a lofty goal. Exactly. Ah, damn. All right. <laughs> so what else do we have here in the There's dock? so many news stories. Um there are. So I think we've gone through everything here except for uh, Curse's new song. So you want to want to talk about that? Oh yeah, yeah. I saw this. So it's I I saw it on all press, uh, and I forgot about Curse's. Yeah, <laughs> I, I never I, come... I never heard of these guys. They they didn't cross my radar either. I watched the music video. I liked it. Yeah. What's tough is there's actually many bands called Curses. So yeah. <laughs> you got to be careful when you're looking it up. So this this is the one. Uh, with they have a new video for their uh, single headlights and this album came out in 2015 so it's not a new it's an ep it's not yep. a brand new album uh but they are i would call them pop rock i think if yeah. you listen to some of the other stuff in the in the ep this one's a little bit on the rock side but a lot of their other stuff seems a lot of, a lot lighter yeah they are they are definitely like pop almost almost like indie pop yeah a little bit like that yeah, I'd say so. Uh, and the reason why we bring them up and the reason why I was interested was their lead singer is Martin Broda, I guess is how you say it, B-R-O-D-A. Yeah, and Broda or Broda. Broda, yeah, something like that. He is the ex-clean vocalist for Abandon All Ships. Now, did you ever get into Abandon All Ships? I did. I like Abandon All Ships. Do you really? Yeah, I'm surprised about that. Why? I'm really surprised. We uh, were just talking about I See Stars. Well, Abandon All Ships were, I mean... Let's let's be. They were a joke for a long time. They were a joke band, like a, a for years. Sure, as in like they were a joke in the within the scene. Yeah, yeah. They were they were that band that people would make fun of. And I actually I have all their albums, but they're they're the band that a lot of people made fun of because they didn't think that the screamer was good, and they were using so much. Uh, using so much uh, auto-tune because no one could sing in the band <laughs> and it was just the chugging, the very easy chugging chords and stuff. But it was just one of those things where they were considered that uh, that epitome of a scene band. And I think yeah, their, so their sound matured a lot. Oh, yeah. So now, see, I never got that just because, I don't know, I guess I, I never grew up with a lot of people who like the same music. So as I kind of discovered it, I really didn't, hear anybody else's opinion on oh that band's good that band's not good sure. didn't go out in search of it either i was um, just i liked it so i i listened to it so. yeah no yeah I no so. i i liked abandon all the strips well i mean i didn't do you know that they have a new song out right now do you know do they that they got song? back together no oh yeah that's that's what i, I learned because i thought they had i thought because they did uh they did they the album up. the album with the song infamous and that's a, I mean, you can tell, just listen to the song Infamous and listen to the lyrics and what they're doing in that song and then compare it to what they do in this new song. And you can tell they're a, definitely a different band. Like, I don't know if their lyrics really meant anything in their previous albums. <laughs> and then this one's a lot different. And what showed me by listening to Curses, um, listening to their new song Headlights, where the the clean vocalist was actually singing with no auto tune, he's a really good singer. 
Like that's yeah. a really that he's a really good singer. And I think if I'm not mistaken, I listened to the to the new abandon all. I think it's called like Loftus or Loftness, something like that. Is the is the track that came out? I think it was in February. So we're a little bit behind because I didn't think they got back together. I thought they broke up like a year Lofting. or two ago. Lofting. Yeah, there you Lofting. go. So yeah. if you listen to that song, his his vocals are so much better without the auto tune. And it's funny because he's so Martin Martin Broda is still in the band. Yeah, and it's even though the headline says X uh, abandon all ships, but yeah, it, yeah. Well, it's interesting too because there is a gap here. They broke up sometime in 2014 and kind of have just appeared again. Yeah, so I don't know if they're doing anything else. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, they uh, they might have that might have been a one off. You know, sometimes that happens because it seems like all the band members have different bands that they're in. Yeah. So Who yeah. Knows. So I just thought that was interesting. So if you want to check that out, and I was just surprised we've never you and I have never talked about abandoned all ships from what I can remember. I'm surprised that's on your on your good list. Yeah, I like abandoned all ships. I know I like it. I I have a weird eclectic mix of things that I like and don't like. Yeah, uh-huh. it's, that is it very true. It follows no rhyme or reason. <laughs> Unlike uh, the music we listen to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't follow any kind of pattern. Like, there's definitely things that I should like that I don't like for whatever reason. And it happens from time to time. It and, does. Yeah, and that's why we have this show too, is to talk about all the different types of music that we like. So, you know, why not do that? Yep. So, how about we do? I mean, we're skipping around to tons of different stuff. Uh, how about we talk about Conviction's new album? Since we did that, we did that great interview with uh, with Josh. Oh uh, yeah. But we never actually talked about the album because we did the interview right before it came out. Yeah. So I mean, just to kind of hit on a couple things, you know, real quick here. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a really solid album. Like like the other CDs that they put out before that. Uh, like Josh mentioned, if you go back and listen to that interview. Uh, I mean, they touch on a lot of like really deep themes, kind of things that they've struggled with as a band and as individuals. And you, you hear that come through. You hear the emotion. You hear the passion as they really kind of they leave it all out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The album is super heavy. Which it, is. I, it is. I really enjoyed. Uh, I mean, just yeah, they they bring the heaviness, no doubt. The guitar works really yeah, great. Josh does a really great job. Yeah. Yeah. The drums are really great. Um, yeah. The whole album from front to back is solid. Uh, I don't know. What did you think, Ian? Yeah. I enjoyed it as well. I think my tougher thing is, so, I mean, we touched on it uh, during the during the interview and I really enjoyed what Josh was saying about, like, Craig, you even mentioned, you know, we're not religious. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the thing. We're not religious, but an album like this, I'm still going to get behind because even though they're talking about religion on pretty much every song, you can equate it to different things going on in your life. And even being non-religious, the topics that they're talking about. So if you take like one of their, uh, if you take Charlatan, for example, they're specifically mentioning God in it and they're specifically mentioning priests, but they're talking about how there are terrible preachers and how they're the ones that are hurting religion and that they're some of the reasons why people have left faith is because of these charlatans. And that is really true. I mean, that's a, that's a big thing that, that religion has to deal with. Uh, I can speak for personal uh, experience that my parents, when uh, my parents can be religious and they go, when they go to different, we move around a lot when they go to different churches they tend to go to 
whatever preacher or priest or whatever leader, whatever you want to call it, how well they connect and how their views are of different things. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's more based on that than an actual like religion. It's sure. more based on the word that you're getting from that person. So this is a song that, that completely talks about that kind of thing. Yeah, and I mean, Josh talks about it a lot and in that interview, if you go back and listen to it, is that, you know, they, they hate the fact that a lot of people of faith tend to, tend to judge those who are different from them or don't believe the same things as them. And, they, and how they, as, you know, just Josh even speaking for himself, thinks that's wrong. Like yeah. you, should, you shouldn't judge other people for being different. Everybody's entitled to their own beliefs. And if you want to believe, you want to believe. And if you don't, you don't. But that doesn't make you a bad person because of that. Right. And, and, and again, you get that coming through. We talked about Brother's Blood on the song, yes. right? How, yeah. On the show, excuse me. And, and how, you know, even someone, you know, you're close with, yeah, you might struggle with the fact that you guys don't believe the same things. But at the end of the day, does that really make them any, you know, any more of a bad or good person? You know, they're still your brother. They're still your friend, whatever. Yeah. And I really, I really like that song a lot. And I've listened to it over and over on like playlists and everything, you know, it comes up and that one I love because there's no definitive end to yeah. it. They're, they're doing the argument, you know, he's talking about what his, his brother has told him and what he tells his brother. There's no, at the end saying the brother going, oh yeah, you know, you're right about that. I do believe, you know, it's not, that is not how, uh, how real life is in many cases and that's not how the song ends like yeah. it's an argument or it's a not even an argument it's a discussion of how they both feel put into the song and there's no outcome because you're not able to just change someone's mind like that yeah exactly and i think right like that's that's the whole thing with them you know they're they're a christian band and they're they they talk a lot about that and that's what really influences their music but they're not out there trying to convert you to be a christian or right. to you know only listen to christian music they like all the same stuff that we like and you know they like you know i'm sure they have plenty of fans that believe in a bunch of different things and they don't yeah. care about that they they just are happy that people really enjoy their music and you know we're really happy that to have people like that that put out such great music yeah so, exactly yeah and that's I, what really what it's all about right yeah for sure uh, yeah, and they're like we said, they're going out on tour with a war within the the friend of the show tour. Uh, and we're, <laughs> we're looking forward to hopefully going to uh, to meet them when they're in mass. Uh, but yeah, and everyone, hopefully, uh, hopefully you get a chance as well because yeah, they call it aggressive. Like when you when you see their Facebook posts and you you see them talk. First of all, they're very passionate about what they're doing, but they call it aggressive worship, and they that do. can be scary for people. Like when people just see that outside of the scene and don't know what that really means, that can be a little bit off-putting. But for people like Craig and I that aren't really religious, this is an album that we both really like. Like This is an album that's going to be on our playlist for a long time, and there's a reason. Just because they're singing about something doesn't mean they're trying to shove it down your throat. Well, exactly, and I, I was just about to say that. I think that I think a lot of the Christian metal and the Christian metal core gets a bad rap because that's, I think, the impression that people get if you don't believe that. It's that feeling that like, oh, you're trying to push this on me. Right. And, and it's that's the same. Not... There are bands like that. Oh, there are. There yeah, are, absolutely. I, I, it's just like there are true. There are absolutely bands that try and shove it down your throat the other way, too. I mean, yeah. there are bands that talk about there is nothing. 
there's there's no god you're an idiot for thinking that like there are bands that certainly do that too so well, it's, I mean, it's only I mean, however you feel uh what's the bring me the horizon song that i'm oh i fucking love that song too. <laughs> um, uh house is it house of wolves i think so yeah uh, well i damn i love that i love that breakdown um what is ah oh, shit what is it it's um it's six. Oh, when you die, the only thing that you'll see is six foot wide and three foot deep. That oh, that right? Isn't that the one? I think it's three foot wide and six three foot, foot deep. wide and six foot deep. Damn it! I screwed yeah. it up. Thank you. See, Craig, this is why we compliment each other so. This, well. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's but right, like finish so lyrics. <laughs> so so there's like the other the other side of it, right? Yeah. It's, is that and again they're oh not and they have worse songs than that too where they're I think they say. You, they say tons of stuff anti-religion. Like that one's not even the worst. That's tame compared to what uh, for what Bring the Horizon normally does. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Josh from Convictions even said that Bring Me the Horizon is someone that he listens to. Right? Yeah. I. I you know what? I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I'm pretty sure. I that, don't remember for sure. Yeah. Um. But. I, I know it's I think it's come up on just about every show. Yeah, I think we were talking about I think every single interview we've done besides I mean, I know we brought it up when we were talking to Jason on one of our first interviews, but yeah. throughout the rest of the interviews, I think when we talk about influences or what someone's listening to currently, it's almost always bring me the rise and is in there somewhere. It is. Yeah, somewhere. So that's what I'm guessing. So I'm playing the odds. I'm playing the odds. I'm pretty sure it came up. But yeah. once again, if you haven't listened to that interview, you should go back and listen to it because that's a really enjoyable interview with him to talk about You know what's been going on in the band. Um, they have that crazy story about the van getting stolen and then they yeah. then just talking about everything from uh, the type of music and uh, uh, you know dealing with non-religious people and religious people to Pizza Hut. Like it's yeah, all, we have it's a whole discussion about Pizza Hut. Uh, I just, I'm still waiting for them to sponsor. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still waiting for the sponsorship deals to come rolling in, Craig. And these guys are making waves, and I was really excited to see them as uh, AP recommends. They were in the latest ep- uh, episode issue episode, yes. <laughs> of Alternative Press here. So these guys are, you know, I don't even want to say up and comers because they have they've two been full around. Lengths. Yeah, yeah, they have two full lengths and two EPs out. So. But I think they're finally getting recognized for the good stuff that they're putting out. In a and congested market. There, it is. It's, it's good to have that kind of footing. That's right. Yeah. And bringing up uh, Alternative Press as well. So check it out. I did look again. Uh, Craig and I were also talking. You know, we do a lot of show prep because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, we were talking about Alternative Press. If you notice the newest issue, they don't do a rating system anymore. Yeah, I looked at that. Yeah, I and... I double-checked. I'm not sure if you got to do this or not, Craig. But if you go online and you know when you get the newsletter and you scroll to the bottom and they have normally their newest albums that you can check out, there's yep. no rating system online either. Huh. And I know they rated The Black by Asking Alexandria. I yeah. know they rated that. But if you go online, it's no longer there. Like they have the review, but there's no rating system anymore. There's no star values interesting yeah so so i think they're going in that direction where they don't really want to they don't want to judge any of the music that they choose they just do their synopsis of what it's about and what you might be interested in but it looks like they're just going away maybe they don't want to piss people off maybe they don't want to make judgments for people because they know some people will just be like oh i'm not gonna listen to anything that's less than three stars you know something like that sure 
It was also very rare that they gave anyone less than three stars. It's anyway, true. it's very true. Uh, I mean, it's hard, right? Like, it's kind of the same thing that we do. Like, we we try and be pretty positive, and rather yeah. than give someone a negative review, we we just as soon not even mention it on the on the show. Yeah, we only... rather than we we all just crap on somebody for the no. sake of crapping on them. We only have people on the show that we really like. Like That's we're right. not we're not selling out to bands. Like we we have people on here that want to be on the show who we want to have on the show, and That's we right. talk about bands that we want. Like, look, if I hated from first to last, do you think I would have spent so much money trying to fund their album? And yeah. then wouldn't I just be on? I could easily be on here going fuck them, fuck this, whatever. I still love their music, and exactly. I still think Matt Good is ridiculously talented. He like is. I think he's nasty at like everything producing at guitar work at singing i think he's great at everything but i'm just disappointed that i didn't get my stuff <laughs> that's, that's it all happens. it is yeah that's that's all it is it's life uh it but is. yeah craig and i craig and i are very we we're very picky and we choose stuff based on hopefully people enjoying what we're talking about and then also that we enjoy what we talk about like yep, craig absolutely. and i don't always line up with with bands like craig doesn't really like i am ghost but I love I Am Ghost. But yeah. it's not like Craig's going to trash them because why would he do that? Yeah, I would never. And just like Ian doesn't like a lot of the heavier stuff that I listen to. And I'm getting more into it. I got to be honest. Like right. that's, that's one of the great things is with having this show is learning about so many new bands too because I used to think, oh, I know all the – like I'm getting new bands all the time, like all this stuff. I've doubled or tripled the amount of new bands now that I'm able to listen to yep. because of all the different people talking to us and letting us know these things and then getting further into uh you know bands that the bands we have on the show the actual bands that they're listening to and that have shaped their uh careers and stuff like I'm looking up what they're talking about as well if I don't already know them yep exactly so yeah that's you know it's a ton of great stuff so, that's yeah. right that's a perfect segue so what I do think you so, listen right? to now I am listening to a lot of stuff and I was impressed because you have a band that I know you found from Alternative Press that I also did as well. Uh, I did. Yeah. Abandoned by Bears. I did. Yep. I've been listening to them as well. And I want to also add that into uh, Bad Case of Big Mouth because what I found, and I know we've talked about this a million times, but what every band kind of what their genre is. Yeah. And it turns out that both of these bands that I recently like, it's probably it was a little while ago that I started listening to uh, Bad Case of Big Mouth, but I looked up because I wasn't sure like what genre do you call this band? Like I didn't get it, uh, and it turns out it, they're it's called Easy Core, so it's yeah it's E A S Y Core, and it's uh, what I looked it up. I looked up the definition. It says a subgenre of punk consisting of pop punk bands inspired by hardcore punk. Musical characteristics include shoutbacks, sing-alongs, and positive, uplifting lyrics. Essentially, pop punk with hardcore influences, and that's what it seems to be. It's that, it's that pop punk sensibility with breakdowns and screaming. As that's well. right. So, if you're a fan of Four Year Strong or Chunk No Captain Chunk or mm -hmm. Data Remember, it's it's exactly that. Yeah, it's very. And I just never knew what the what the title of it was. Yeah, but I didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah, but that's what Abandoned by Bears is also too. So, and those are I'm I'm definitely working on trying to get Bad Cases Big Mouth on the show. So I'm hoping that works out. But I sure. just fell in love. You should look them up. Uh, they have a full album, and it's just so much fun. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. lot of fun. I agree. Uh, so what about one of your uh, bands you've been listening to? We'll just go back and forth. 
Sure. So we already mentioned Convictions. Obviously, I've been spinning that album a lot. Sure. Uh, really good. Um, I've been listening to a band called Feral Lux. Yep. So this was actually a recommendation from Jason when we did that interview with him back in forever ago. Yeah, that Our was very first interview. Very first t- yep. uh, and he suggested to us that we should check them out. He's like, oh, I think you'll like them. We were talking about Misery Signals and kind of this math core uh, type band. So if you're if you're into that, like what it reminds me of really is uh, old school, like uh, old Dillinger escape plan. Sure. If you ever listen to Dillinger escape plan or Poison the Well or old Norma Jean, right? Like if you like or the chariot, right? The chariot Norma Jean to me kind yeah. of blend together at some point. Um, or 68, uh, although 68's kind of um, a little bit different. Yeah, than, they're a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're a little bit different than the new, but kind of kind of a similar influence. But yeah, Feralux is very technical, very well thought out, well composed songs, really interesting stuff. Um, you should check them out. I can't even put my finger on what the vocals sound like, but I'm pretty sure it's Poison the Well. It's oh, sure. Just, it's just really bringing me back to like that, that old Poison the Well stuff. I don't remember what album. It was, and when it came out. I could see that, though. Yeah, I think that's what it is, and I've been meaning to go back this week and dig into some Poison the Well. There's so much stuff to listen to. I know. (laughs) It's daunting. Like, how many many bands we're listening to on, like, a constant stream? Yeah, I think it's You Come Before You. Okay. Um, Let's see. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 2003. Okay. so I need to go back and, uh, and dig into some uh, Poison the Well. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been listening to. So you should check them out. Uh, yeah, I've been, I mean, I've been listening to a bunch of stuff as well. Um, Old Wounds I've also been listening to, uh, okay. which I forget who I got that from. But they, they're on a label of a band we just recently talked to. Uh, and I can't remember which one it is. It might have been. Uh, can you check that really quick? I forget. Oh. I forget who it was. It's a New Jersey band, I believe. They are from um, New Jersey. You see it there? Um, yeah, I'm working on pulling it out. But good fight. They're good. There fight. you go. Good fight. Okay. Yep. yep. So that's yeah. That's uh. That's why I I started listening to them, and I I like them. They're like hardcore punk type okay. thing. Uh, it's harder now for me to even like talk about the genres of this music <laughs> that yeah. we're that we're doing. Um, but also a, a band New Haven as well. Um, and then, and they're kind of like, it's not theatrical, but it's like post hardcore metalcore rock, uh, really interesting stuff. Look their stuff up as well. Um, cause I've had a lot of fun listening to them recently. And then you've got one more and then I want to announce the band that's going to be on next week. Sure. So, uh, what else do I have here? Oh, rarity. Yeah. Thank you. I was looking, I was going through, there's only four things in the list. You'd think it would be easier for me to figure out which one I didn't cover. <laughs> um, rarity I've been listening to. So these guys are kind of like, uh, kind of like the story so far, uh, yeah. title fight ish, um, kind of that like edgy, edgy pop punk, really kind of forced vocals, really doing some, some great stuff. These guys are on rise records. I agree. Um, they just released their, uh, full length in April. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me see what it was called. Uh, I think it's called, I couldn't be. Yeah. I couldn't be weaker. weaker. Yep. I couldn't be. Weaker. Um, okay. So, so yeah, so they just released that on rise records. You should check them out. They also have an EP that's out before that, but just really excellent stuff. Um, yeah. so would love no, to you know get to chat with them on yeah. the show. I love to ask them, uh, where the, where the name of that, uh, of that album comes from. Yeah. I, I like that. Yep. Exactly. 
but yeah, that that'd be interesting. So yeah, that's I like uh, I like Rarity as well. Um, been listening to them too. Our, our we end up like giving each other ideas for bands to listen to. So we yeah, end up listening to the same stuff almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't just you know we kind of have our list, but technically we're really like drifting into each other's list. Uh, right. But the uh, the band we're gonna make this announcement. We're gonna start trying to figure out how to uh, segment. Uh, the show and how to kind of uh, start promoting a little bit more uh, than we normally do instead of it being a surprise every time because what we're what we obviously are concerned about is we don't want to promise a band and then have some delay or have some issue where we couldn't do the show you know that kind of thing but I think we need to we're going to start changing that around a bit because we're scheduling out so far in advance now uh, so the band that we're going to have next week, so this is next Wednesday, I think it's like May 11th or something, somewhere around so. there. Yeah. Uh, as long as there's no, you know, card subject, like what's on, uh, boxing and like wrestling matches, card subject to change. Uh, yeah, but, so just, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Keep in mind here that, you know, we have it lined up right now, but things, anything can happen. Scheduling things happen. Yeah. But I want, I just want people to know so that they're, they can prep and they can go ahead and listen for themselves. Now we're going to be playing some of their music next week uh, too. So, you know, you can get excited about that, but we're going to be talking to the band uh, young medicine. So uh, they have a bunch of music on their site. Go to young medicine uh, I believe is what it is. Uh, let me just double check that to make sure. Sorry. We have a lot of notes, but sometimes it's uh, difficult to have everything here. Yeah. You can look up on YouTube. They have a very strong YouTube presence as well. Uh, so yeah, they have different, go to, uh, yeah, go to facebook.com slash young medicine and they have links for their, for their merch and for their out, you know, all that kind of stuff there. Uh, they just put out a cover of the band recover by churches. Uh, so we'll actually end up playing that song next week as well. But I was, I had a lot of fun listening to this band. I have a lot of questions for them because they remind me of like anime intros and I want yep. to talk to them about that. They've got it's that breakdown, but then they also do a lot of the synth keys, and they're playing around with that a lot. And I just enjoy it. I've enjoyed jumping around well the best that I can with with the way my legs been lately. <laughs> <laughs> I've been really like in really enjoying their stuff. Uh, so I'm very excited to talk to them uh, next week. So keep that on your calendars. Young Medicine, go ahead, look that way. You're not completely shocked. When we're like, hey, this is the band you're listening to. Like, go listen to all their stuff. Get excited. Uh, send us questions if you hear something and you really like it and you want us to ask a certain thing. Uh, like Craig had said before, it's uh, ianhates at gmail.com. Feel free to post something on the Facebook wall. Uh, Twitter us as well. We've been getting great responses to things. People have really opened up about bands that they're enjoying us talk to, uh, recommending bands. We love that. Like, tell us more bands, get us more music. Uh, we love it. So, you know, feel free. If you've got a question you want us to ask Young Medicine, go enjoy their stuff, and we're going to have a great conversation with them next week. That's right. So, yeah. So, I think, uh, Craig, is there anything else you wanted to mention? Do you want me to do the rest of the plugs right now since I kind of already started doing the email stuff? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay. So, you can go ahead and you're listening somehow. Uh, it's either you're listening on the website, www.ianhates.com, or you're listening on uh, Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcast listening app now included uh, in Google Play Music. Just search Ian Hates, Ian Hates Music. You'll be able to find things there. Go to Facebook and search Ian Hates. Uh, we 
we keep that up to date with things for the movie one as well as the music. Same with the, uh, the um, Twitter at Ian Hates Podcast. That's Ian Hates Podcast singular. If you put an S on the on the end, it means I hate podcasts, and I certainly don't because I have three of them. So it's it's not it's not that. Uh, so at Ian Hates Podcast, uh, Facebook.com slash Ian Hates. And then like email, like I said before, ianhates at gmail.com. Uh, like Craig had mentioned as well, I do do the uh, music one. I uh, Sorry, the music one and the movies one. So tomorrow or so, the next one up will be 10 Things I Hate About You. We're also going to talk about the quote-unquote uh, Ghostbusters controversy that's out there. Uh, so we're going to do that. And every week, not only do we do a new Ian Hates Music, but we also do a new Ian Hates Movies. So it's a new movie every week. So if you're a movie fan, please tune into that as well. Uh, I do that with my co-host Kelly. Uh, and it's completely different than this. It's completely, we play characters sometimes. It's off the wall stuff. But we go through movies and just, you know, shoot the shit. And it's <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, I think, uh, did I miss anything there, Craig? I think so. You got iTunes, Stitcher, subscribe, yep. leave us a rating. Oh, that's the big one. Yeah. If you can, yeah. we mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, if you can leave us a rating, preferably five stars if you enjoy the show, um, we'd love to get to that ranking uh, where we're really pushed up there in the music scene uh, because, you know, Craig and I don't really pay attention to anything else that's going on, but we love doing this show. And if we can keep on promoting bands and getting them out there, I think it's great for the scene. I think it's great for the bands and it's really fun for us and you hopefully learning about new bands and enjoying the show. That's so, right. Yeah. So great job. Uh, yeah, you as well, man. Uh, so I can ask you, uh, how about, how's that catchphrase coming? Still working on it. Ah, sorry. Uh, hey, it, it happens. It happens. It's gonna, at some point, Craig, it's just going to hit you. That's right. It's just going to slip out during the show. And I'm going to be like catchphrase and you're going to know. <laughs> That's gonna, it. It's going to be good. Uh, so, all right. So, no catchphrase, but anything else you wanted to say before we uh, sign off here? No, I think I'm all good. All right. Uh, so, I will leave you the way I always do long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. Mm-hmm.